taken away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Hallelujah. Father, add your blessings to your word in Jesus' name we pray and ask. Amen. Hallelujah. Blind Bartimaeus, sitting there blind, literally blind. Never had seen a bird fly. Never had seen the clouds. Never seen the snow. Never seen rain. Lived all those years like that. But he heard that Jesus was coming. And all he could do is cry out, Lord, have mercy upon me. And it stopped Jesus right in his tracks. Hallelujah. And this is what amazing to me about this story. Jesus called him, so there must have been a distance between he and the blind man, Bartimaeus. He called him to come to him. And they went, those that were around Jesus, went to Bartimaeus and said, come, he calleth thee. And Bartimaeus, he threw off his robe and he walked toward Jesus. I don't know if he stumbled around. I don't know if he was so good at recognizes and pinpointing voices that he just walked straight to him, but he got to Jesus Christ. And when Jesus asked him what he wanted, he said that I might receive my sight. And as we read, he, he received his sight. My, what a wondrous thing to open your eyes and be able to see, you know? Hallelujah. But uh, uh, here's, here, I want to kind of spiritualize this, if you'll allow me, and, and preach to your thought this morning simply this. Uh, we're all on a blind date. That got you quiet, didn't it? We're all on a blind date, you might say. Uh, how many has ever been on a blind date? Anybody? How many of what a blind date is? There's two. Boy, they can turn out good and they can turn out bad, can't they? I remember my brothers or someone would fix me up with a blind date. I couldn't help but ask, is she, is she, is she skinny? Is she fat? Is she ugly? Is she beautiful? Is she rich? Is she poor? You know, because it, you don't know what you're going to get. Isn't that right? And uh, sometimes it was a total surprise, and sometimes you got lucky. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, he called this blind man unto him. And uh, uh, God calls you and I out of darkness, doesn't he? He said that, that you're blinded, that the God of this world hath blinded the eyes of those that don't believe. So we know the Bible tells us that if you're in darkness, you're, and he talks about being in darkness, talks about being blind, and he talks about you and I being the light of the world, being a city upon a hill, that we're, 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 you know, we're the example and all of that. But, but still, still, I don't care if you're saved this morning, you're still, in sense, you're on a blind date with God. Oh, you know you've got him in your heart. You know he's there because you had an experience with him, but yet you're on a blind date. 
Well, what do you mean, Brother Wilson? Well, let me ask you something other. Do you know, do you know that you'll live tomorrow? Huh? But yet we know the Bible says it's appointed unto man to die, and after death, the judgment. So we know it's out there. We know that if we don't go by the way of the rapture, we know death is out there and we're gonna die. But does anybody know when you're gonna die? Hello? Do you know the moment, the hour you're gonna die? Then you're blinded to it. There are just so many things that God gives us light on, but most of the time we're just bumping around down here. <laughs> Admit it. I, as a preacher, may I be, be personal with you, a lot of times I know what I'm gonna preach, and sometimes I don't know what I'm gonna preach, Brother Odie. Hello, I'm blinded to it. And that's why we gotta be led by the Spirit of God and trust the Spirit of God. You, you remember when Paul, uh, Paul was about to go down to Jerusalem, he was gonna suffer many things, and they, th those that loved him were around him and they pleaded with him, don't go, don't go, don't go. There's danger awaits you and all of that. But Paul said, I, I go, watch this, I go. Paul was saved, wouldn't he? I go not knowing the things that will befall me. I go blinded. I'm, I'm stumbling into whatever it is. And he says, but, but, but the spirit of God, that he was led by the spirit of God, moved by the spirit of God, hallelujah. I'm gonna tell you, it pays you and I to be in link with the spirit of almighty God. Because there's some things, friend, we're blinded to and only the Holy Ghost can guide us through it. We're just bumping around down here trying to get to heaven, friend. But I wanna tell you there's a Holy Ghost living within you and I if you're born again this morning and he's gonna lead you into all truths. He's gonna get you home, bless God, if, uh, uh, as best he can, glory to God. Blind to, the, to, to death, amen? You, you, you don't know, sinner, uh, you know, uh, I had a nephew approach me and he said, Uncle Glenn, I've heard you preach so much on that horrible hell. And he said, you scare me when you preach on hell. Thank God I do. If I can scare you into getting saved, I've accomplished my mission. Hello. You know that word hell's taken out of our church vocabulary anymore? It's all praise and happiness and glory and all happy. I want to tell you what, friend, there's some things out there that await us and you should not be blinded to them. You should be awakened to them. And my nephew began to tell me, he said, I, I, I think sometimes, man, about dying. He said, I don't want to die. I know if I die, I'll go to hell. And I said, well, why don't you get saved? But we live that way on and on. We go blinded to the fact, bumping around and, 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 and not really having clear vision, friend. But I wanna tell you what, if you've got Jesus Christ, you don't need to see everything. You don't need to hear everything. Hello, you don't need to know everything, glory to God. He'll get you there, glory to God. I, I thought as I toured that great city of New York and we went into the, uh, the, the Twin Towers the museum, they've made a museum, and they, they have artifacts there of, of things that they accumulated, like a fire truck that was crushed, they show that. They've got a story and a tape, uh, a videotape about it. They've got uh, parts of the ruins of the tower there. They've got 
uh, uh, last uh, uh, quotations from people that were died in that horrible uh, incident. And I thought, oh, the, 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 the awe that was in the, the atmosphere that was in that room. Everyone was observing him. And, and, and I wondered, you know, I just, I'm just that way. I wondered and pondered as I went through there, read this, listened to that, saw this. I was amazed that those big towers were brought down. And I wondered, oh God, at the multitudes uh, that went out uh, 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 to their death. Uh, I wonder what that lady uh, thought when she kissed her babies uh, on the cheek uh, and sent them off to school, uh, grabbed herself a piece a drink of coffee and maybe a donut and rushed off to the Twin Towers, slid up under her desk, unknowing what would take place. Her day was planned. I'll work my eight hours. I'll go pick up my babies. I'll go home, meet my husband. I'll fix supper. We'll watch TV. We'll go to bed and life will start all over again. But how did she, you know, she was just blinded to the facts. And my God, when that that horrible uh, uh, incident took place. Oh, at the horror that must have went on. The screaming, uh, 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 the crying, uh, 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 the fear that must have taken place as they tried to escape that place. Mm. Death is something we all like to push off in the corner. Even us Christians, we don't even like to talk about it. We like living, we're, we're on target people and we're, you know, we're living right now, bless God. But what if, what if a heart attack shrieked across your chest right now? What if you didn't make it? What if you walked out of here and a load of uh, a drugged up uh, maniacs would have run into you and, and, and hit your vehicle and you'd die and you'd face that horrible burning infirmity of hell? My God, I'm sure glad I'm saved, Brother Odie. I'm sure glad I'm saved. You all might not be used to this kind of preaching, but it's all I know how to do. They call me an evangelist. I just plead for souls. I just plead for sinners. Hallelujah. But, but don't you know, friend, uh, 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 death is so unexpectedly blinded to it. Uh, every year that I live, I thank God for it, but I know that I'm approaching. I'm approaching. I am in my autumn years, and I wonder as well as you, we get to take an inventory of our life. How many more years will I stay healthy? How many more years will I be able to run the road? How many more years will I be able to preach this gospel? We're blinded to that fact. We're on a blind date. And sinner, I, I, I really want to drive this home. We've got a hope, honey, but you don't. The only hope you have is Jesus Christ has mercy on you. And he's let you live as long as you have lived because of his mercy, not because of your merit, not because of your goodness, but because he so loved the world that he gave his life for you. Hallelujah. Blinded to it. And then... Another discussion, you and I are on a blind date with the rapture of the church. How many believes in the rapture of the church? Do you know I believe it's the next thing on God's agenda? 
And, and, and you talk about blindness. Do you know the angels in heaven don't even know when it's going to take place? Do you know the Son of God doesn't know when it's going to take place? Only God himself. One day he's going to awaken at Jesus and the, and the angels, he's going to go and say, go get my bride. And Jesus is going to come with a shout and the voice of an archangel and the trump of God. And he said, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we that are alive and remain shall be called up in the clouds to be with the Lord forever. And he said, comfort one another these words. Woo, hallelujah. What an event that's going to be. I really don't think we Christians really believe that he could come any time. Why, Brother Wilson? Because we're attending less church. We're having less revivals. We're having less this and less that. He said we ought to be doing more as we see that day approaching. We're blinded to a lot of things. Amen? You mean, Brother Wilson, the light of the world that shows the way. You mean we can really be blinded in a lot of areas? Sure. Sure. Amen. Jesus was always saying to the disciples, know you not? The church at Corinth, when he, he said they had a problem, they had fornication in the church, and there was a, there was a great uh, disturbance caused by it. And they were going to go to the law before the world. And, and Paul uh, scorned him, and he said, know you not? Don't you know, are you so blind that you're going to judge angels? You're going to judge the world. And how is it that you cannot judge such a small case among you? Amen. Amen. Church, do you realize we are? We are going to judge angels. We are going to judge the world. You and I are going to spend a thousand years that millennial with Jesus Christ. We're, we're important people. Amen. We're, we're blinded to what really awaits us. I don't know all of it, but man, I get bits and pieces, you know, here and there, and it just inspires me to keep on preaching. It inspires me to keep on going. It inspires me to keep telling people about that glorious rapture. But you think how sudden that's going to go. He says he's going to come uh, like the twinkling of an eye, not the bad end of an eye, to twinkle. If I'm correct, the twinkle of an eye is faster than bad in your eye. Bat's your eye right there in your seat. He's going to come faster than that. You don't have no time. You don't have no time to go make it up with mama. You don't have time to fix it up with that husband, that wife, uh, uh, that, that clergyman. You don't have time. When he comes, he's coming like a thief in the night. He's going to, he's going to take us out of here. This world's going to be vacant of us. Hallelujah. I, as a minister, been preaching over 40 years now on the road. And I, I sometimes get so into myself and into my work and into my life that I don't even think about the rapture. Don't even think about it. Whew. I'm glad I'm saved. Amen. The early church had a saying. Uh, I think it was a maitha. Maybe I'm wrong on that, the pronunciation, but they, they, they would say that uh, with a hand greeting and it meant simply the Lord's coming. You know, we ought to remind one another of that if there's anything will keep me from sinning, if there's anything will keep my eyes off pornography, if there's anything will keep me from, from, from lying, from cheating, from, it's not necessary, thou shalt not, but it's, he's coming and he can come right at this moment. 
Hallelujah. In an hour when you think not, we're living like he's never coming back. Aren't we? Check Noah's day out. They knew not until the door was closed. What a chaos it's going to be. I, 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 I looked at the Twin Towers and I thought of those gigantic buildings and how they crumbled like a burning match. And I thought, my, that's a spit in the wind compared that when the rapture takes place, do you know, friend, there's going to be a pilots in the air operating a plane, and if they're saved, my God, that plane's just going to be reckless. It's going to be on its own. If there's an automobile, automobile driver going down the road and he's saved, the rapture takes place, he's going to be gone. You say, Brother Wilson, the world's going to be full of chaos. Yes, it is. It's going to be one of the most catastrophic events you've ever known. One preacher in Detroit, Michigan, I was preaching there one year, and he said, Brother Wilson, we were talking on this subject. He said, Brother Wilson, I'm with you on the rapture. He said, but I'll get logical. That's one of our problems today. We, we're so brilliant, so smart nowadays that we want to get logical about things. Huh? You don't hear nobody getting strange and say, why'd you do it? God said do it but we dissect everything. Why should we do it? Cross every T dot, every I, and then I'll do it. Huh? But people that walk around blinded, they do, they do like blind people. You know what I'm saying? They go, they go and do things like blind people. Hallelujah. And he said, Brother Wilson, he said, but don't, with all of what we're talking about, Think about these airplanes falling. Think about the little children dying. Think about the car wrecks. Think about the mothers leaving their babies. Brother Wilson, just give it some thought. Don't you think we as Christians got the Holy Ghost in it? Don't you think God will give us an alarm? He'll speak to us in our spirit and tell us if we're driving down the road and it should happen today, he'll say, pull over to the side. The rapture's gonna take place. Don't you believe God's a merciful God and God would do that? I said, absolutely not. He said, why? I said, but God said, nobody knows. Nobody. We're blind. Shall it happen in the year 2017? Theologians like to pinpoint it. You know, everyone that's pinpointed has been wrong. Everyone. Huh? They scare us. Get ready. One preacher on TV, they amaze me. They're, they're trying to get you to buy up dried foods and canned foods. You know what I'm saying? Put it in a cellar. Put it in a safe place because they feel like, you know, and, and I don't want to get into no doctrine here, but they think we're going to go through a bunch of those tribulations. Hey, you know what I say to that? Let them go. I ain't going with them. <laughs> They want, to, they want to hang around in all that junk, you know, so be it. But friend, I believe God's going to get us out of it. Really, the church couldn't stand, probably couldn't stand it anyway. We're so fragile nowadays, aren't we? Huh? We can't even get a, you know, get through our marital problems or church problems. An ingrown toenail healed. How are we going to get through the rapture? <laughs> I mean, how are we going to get through the tribulations? <clears throat> Are you listening to me? 
last but not final, we're blinded to the reality that we're headed for a judgment. Huh? Now, there's two judgments. There's the judgment seat of Christ. There's the great white throne of judgment. Sinner, if you're not saved, you're already on the list for the white throne judgment. I don't say that boastfully. I don't say that, I don't say that arrogantly. But that's just the way it is. America's lost their hold on absolutes. How many knows that? Is this wrong? Well, you, you look at it this No, look at it the Bible way. Is it absolutely wrong or is it absolutely right? It's hard to preach in churches anymore. You don't know what you can preach because they've come to that gray area. Well, I'm not sure. You're an old time preacher. I'm not sure about that anymore. As long as a man stays in the word of God, he can be sure of what he's preaching. And then there's the judgment seat of Christ. That's where you and I will meet to receive our rewards and judgment. I mean, we're going to receive judgment. I mean, it's not going to be like the great white throne of judgment, but you're going to be judged according to your what? Your works. Amen. How many souls you won? Have you laid around and just been a termite in the church? Huh? Or have you won souls? Have you matured? Have you grown? Have you worked? Have you won souls to the kingdom of God? He said that kind of a saint's going to shine as the firmaments of heaven. Huh? And listen, I, 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 I thought about the judgment. My God, won't that be horrible for the sinner? Huh? Did, did you ever hear the recognition, the description of, of, of God? Uh, what, what is it? Is, is, uh, Revelation said uh, he had hair like wool. Man, he and I got something in common, ain't we? You know? If I get to keep all I've got and I believe a will till I get there, uh, I'm going to check him out. But but I, I don't waste the time turning that. But doesn't it say he, he he had hair like wool, and his feet were like brass that had walked through a fire. He had a he had a garment white as snow. His eyes were like flaming fire and his voice like the thunder. Think about standing in front of someone like that for judgment. Think about it. Years back, one of my brothers, blood brother, was murdered. They come in and unmercifully uh, robbed, uh, killed him, almost didn't settle it, just killed him. They, they almost chopped his head off. I preached that funeral and it's the hardest one I ever preached in my life to preach your brother away. They, they called his murderer, but you know that how courts drag out things. And we would go, my mother and I would go, and my nephews and nieces, I would sit there on pins and needles because I had some hot-headed nephews. I just think in any minute they're gonna run toward that guy. And I felt like it, you know, and I watched them bring in men and women out of a side door, had those striped uniforms on. They, they didn't really look clean. No disrespect, but it didn't look like they'd had a shower in a while. 
And they would march them up there and leg change and arms, you know, and they'd stand there. Some had a lawyer, some didn't. And I watched one lady in particular, and she stood there, and she just shook all over, and her pant legs just, just trembled. And I thought, oh, God, what's it going to be like at judgment? When you're brought up before that great king of kings and the Lord of lords, I don't know the platform, don't know exactly how it'll take place, but I do know that there'll be angels there and, 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 and they'll, the, the, the Lamb's book of life will be open and the books will be open. You'll be judged and whose name's not found in the Lamb's book of life, the angels of, of, of God will take you and cast you into a lake of fire. There'll be such a struggle, they'll get a hold of you and they'll not gently walk you down a hell's way, but they'll drag you down there and throw you in that pit where there's wailing and gnashing and screaming and the horrors and stench of hell. Y'all won't want me back, will you? <laughs> Preaching like this on Easter, Palm Sunday. <laughs> I've often thought about that. When I was in the military, I got sick in basic training, had the flu, and they put me in the hospital. I missed a lot of mandatory shots you have to take to, to get out of basic training. And when I got well, they put me in the shot line, whole line of GIs. They put us in alphabetical order, and the guy in front of me was Wilson, and I, my name's Wilson. And he looked on his card, and he said, I heard him. I don't know how this can be. I took all my shots, and here I've got, I've, I forget, five or six shots I've got to take. And he said, I, I don't know how this can be. And I'm thinking, the rest of the guys were poking fun at him. You know, they didn't use shots. They used guns. And if you moved, they'd split your arm. So, you, you know, men passed out. I mean, it's just horrible what went on. But anyway, he dreaded it so bad. And I'm sitting there thinking, hmm, I'll take my one shot and get on through this deal. But then when they got close to the door, he's sweating. He's dry mouth. He's anticipating those shots. And all at once, the, the MC walks up and said, what, what is your first name? And he told him, he said, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, this is for D. Wilson, Doyle Wilson. Oh, I hate that name. <laughs> Just call me Glenn. And so he said, it's for you. And I had to step up. Oh, God. Oh, God. And, and, I, and I thought about people, how they'd be shuffling, how they'd be trying to get away from it, how they'd be screaming, I, I went to church. My God, I built a church. I was good to preachers. I didn't curse. I didn't smoke. I wasn't a homosexual. Ah! It's too late. Your blindness has led you to hell. Too late. Can I do something? I just want to hug myself. But the O.R. singers can come. I just want to hug myself and think about that night in the gambling hall that the Holy Ghost come in and got a hold of Glenn Wilson. Packing a pistol. Too little to be mean, just stupid. Stupid. 
And the Holy Ghost dealt with me. Five men sitting there. The Holy Ghost spoke to me as plain as I'm speaking to you and said, Then they say, Come, let us reason together in the book of Isaiah. He said, Look around you. At home, you've got a beautiful wife, two lovely children, a home, one of the best jobs in Corbin. Look at, look at the crowds you're running with. One guy had been cut up, spent the night in the hospital, laying on the couch. It was a horrible sight. And he said, do you want to die and go to hell living a life like this and giving up everything? My God, that registered to me. I got up and I went to the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and I took a long look at Glenn Wilson. Not to see if I was good looking or whatever, but oh, I was ugly to myself. You'll never quit sinning until you get sick of sin. You'll never come out of your blindness till someone cries for your soul shows you've lied about it. Hmm? You'll never want to be loved until someone shows you genuine love. I went, I left that game that night and went home and thank God my wife and children were, were still there. Got a few hours sleep. Went to a little church a buddy of mine had invited me to, walked in there. Man, I thought them people was crazy. My second, it, my second experience encounter with Pentecost. Back then they were a little wild. I mean, they were running. They were speaking in tongues. I thought, sure as God, they got foreigners in this place. Never heard nothing. Never saw. But, oh, God, there was something. You see, I was blinded, but there was something leading me to the light. Amen. And finally, Brother Odi rose. And I'm thinking all the time while I'm walking, I said, this ain't Glenn Wilson. I like the Holy Ghost. He'll take you beyond yourself. How many knows that? You think you can't pray. You think you can't make it. You think you can't do it. But if you let the Holy Ghost, you're blinded. That's a blind spokesman in you. But I like scriptures that said, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. I like scriptures like, greater is he that is in you than he that is of the world. Huh? I like scriptures like, if he be for me, who could be against me? I feed on that. I listen for preaching like that. I I read, I, I meditate, I memorize, I provoke the devil with scripture. I, 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 I gave my heart to Jesus Christ. And oh my God. It's been an adventure. I was 26 years old. I just hit 70 the other day. And I'm still going strong by the grace of God. All churches have cut me down. I'm not getting revivals anymore, but wherever they let me in, you know, I'm going to. Slide in there and do what I can and slide out until they get hungry again. Amen. For revival. And I'm not throwing any stones. I know you got a lot of arguments, but do they hold up, you know? Do, do, you know, you know. Singers, please come. 
our singers come. Hallelujah. Can you stand to your feet, please? Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Moses got along with God, and God spoke to him and said, go to a mountain. This seemingly crazy man went to his wife and his family said, pack up my mules and the wood and kindling and a knife and we're going to take a journey. Where are you going, Moses? I, I, I don't know. When will you be back? I, I, I don't know. Uh, you taking Isaac? I'm taking Isaac. What are you going to do with Isaac? I'm going to kill him. Huh. Think about that. Light but yet still we're on a blind date. Did I make sense this morning? That's why you need to draw nigh to the Holy Ghost. If you would like to know more about Our Father's House and upcoming events, log on to ourfathershouseky.org.